Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. Ephesians chapter number six tonight. Ephesians chapter number six. And um, let's pick up reading in verse number 10. The Bible says this, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, I'm going to stop there for the sake of time. Father, I pray that you'd help us tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. We've been talking now, this is the fourth um, lesson or message that we've been talking about spiritual warfare and preparing ourselves. Uh, for spiritual combat, knowing that we have an enemy. Uh, we, matter of fact, we took two messages and dealt just with the enemy and who the enemy uh, is and how the enemy attacks us, where he says in verse number 12, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. Um, you're not my enemy. I'm not your enemy. We may think that we're each other's enemy at times, but in all reality, Satan is the enemy uh, that we're all fighting against. We talked about that. Then we began on the last time talking about um, this uh, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. And we began looking at the different things that he gives us to prepare us for spiritual combat that we are into. And uh, we began talking about what truth is and we dealt with several different things about that. Um, there's never a place to let our guard down. Uh, um, the conflict is never over. Um, you know, it don't matter um, how old we are or how young we are. Spiritual combat is never over. The devil is always coming uh, against us and is going to come against us. A spiritual enemy requires a spiritual equipment. A spiritual foe requires a spiritual fight. A spiritual rival uh, requires spiritual resistance. The phrase take unto you means to take it up, to put it on, to suit up. Keep in mind that Paul is using the word picture here. He is imprisoned and his eyes is on the Roman soldier as he writes this letter to the church at Ephesus. So think about what Paul's seeing. He is seeing this soldier that is suited up or has put on or took unto him the armor that he would wear in that day. Um, we began talking about the girdle. The girdle served several functions, and we talked about that last time. It was a defense barrier against the enemy's sword. It was uh, hardy enough to keep a sword out. It was a place to tuck in your outer robe so your legs would be uh, uncumbered during battle. It was a sheath on which to hang a sword. It was a place to carry money, a place for a riding instrument also. As Paul calls it a girdle of truth, how do we put on this girdle? You simply must be able to accurately define truth 
And by doing so, you wear the truth and the truth protects you inwardly. So what is an accurate definition of truth? Well, here's what the Bible says. It defines it three different ways. In John 17, 17, thy word is truth. So the word is truth. Then also in John 14, 6, the Son of God is truth. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Number three, the Spirit of God is truth. The Bible said in John 14, 16, and 17, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth. John 16, 13 says this, How be it? He, the Spirit of truth, or how be it when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into uh, all truth. So we talked about knowing what truth is. If we're going to gird ourselves with truth, uh, we've got to know what truth is tonight. Um, I thought about this. The soul has three parts. has a mind, has emotions, and will. And this is what Satan is after a mind with which to think, a heart with which to feel, and a will with which we act. Temptation or sin starts in the mind, swells into the emotions, and then is set forth in an action. Truth will fasten your mind, truth will fasten your emotions, and truth will fasten your will. That's what that girdle done. It fastened things. And girdle of truth, the girdle of truth, it is to fasten our mind. It is to fasten our emotions. And it is to fasten our wills. You remember the story of Judas, don't you? Think which, um, that which started in the mind of Judas, continued into the heart of Judas, and finished in the actions or the will of Judas. That thing that happened with Judas started in his mind. There was a day that he began to doubt Jesus was really who Jesus said he was. There was a day when money became more important to Judas than the master did. And can I say something to you today? It's still the root of all evil today. Money is keeping a lot of people away from the master tonight. And you see that in the life of Judas I thought about this. We are in a war tonight for the mind, for the emotion, and for the will. The devil is fighting to corrupt the minds of the world, to confuse the emotions of the world, and to compel the will of the world. Man, look at the world today and look at the condition of the world today and look at what's going on in the world today. You know what you'll find? You'll find that the devil has corrupted the mind of the world, and in that he has confused the emotions of the world. I said this last time, and I'm just going to say it in passing. Who would have ever dreamed that in our school system they would put a litter box in a bathroom for a kid that don't know what, that one day they're a cat, one day they're a dog. Uh, I'm going to tell you what it is. It's spiritual warfare today. It's the devil attacking the mind, the emotion, and the will of the world. Now, let's think about this tonight. The truth of the Word. We see the truth of the Word. We see the truth of the Son. And the truth of the Spirit tonight. Gird up your loins with truth. Let's look at this. The truth of the Word combats the mental attack. 
It combats the mental attack. The child of God should look daily into the Word of God and see the Son of God and be transformed by the power of God. Can I say that to you again? The child of God should look daily into the Word of God. There he'll see the Son of God and be transformed by the power of God. Um, anytime, that, um, uh, anytime that I'm going to deal with anything major, uh, the first thing I'm going to do is pray about it. Somebody give me an amen right there. And the second thing I'm going to do is take a little bit of time and read the Word of God before I go into any meeting that I think could possibly be uh, a meeting of contradiction. You say, why? Because the Word of God speaks to us, amen? And um, uh, the Word of God will change our life tonight. It'll change the way we think. It'll change the way we act. It'll make us be more conscious on whether Christ is going to be pleased with what we say and what we do. That's good preaching if I'm doing it tonight. It, it is girding up our mind with truth and truth of the word combats the mental attack. The Bible said this in Romans chapter 12 verse number 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What did he say? He said, not be conformed of this world, but be transformed, how? By the renewing of our mind. By the renewing of our mind. You said, preacher, how do I renew my mind? Or how do I, quote, unquote, restore my mind? We get into the Word of God that's part of the truth and let the Son of God speak to our hearts and it will transform our mind tonight. Now, what would you do if you were Satan and you was trying to attack us tonight and you knew the Word of God protected the mind of the believer? Well, here's what you would do. You would do all you could do to distract from the Word of God. You'd do all you could do to discredit the Word of God, and you do all you could do to destroy the Word of God. That's what Satan does tonight. Boy, we can run this thing all the way back to Genesis chapter number 3, and, and matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I was thinking about this today, and I just run out of time. If I'm not mistaken, and Dad may know this, Brother Dakota or some of you other men, if I'm not mistaken, the first question in the Bible was proposed by Satan. Yea, hath God said. That's the first time we see a question in the Bible. Yea, hath God said. And what is the first question? It's Satan questioning the Word of God. You know what Satan will do in our mind? He'll cause you to question the Word of God. Well, do we, you know, is it really, do we really have to be faithful? Well, the Word of God says for Satan not to assemble ourselves together. Amen. That's what the Word of God says. That's what the, what I really need to tie. Well, the Word of God says bring it to the storehouse. That's nothing to do with the preacher. It has to do with the Word of God. Being faithful has nothing to do with the preacher. It has to do with the Word of God. And Satan will distract you from the Word. He will discredit the Word. And he will try his best to destroy the Word of God. Think about the distractions of the mind. Random thoughts. Someone headed to the bathroom, a baby crying, kids being allowed to run back and forth in different places, smartphones going off. What a warfare that goes off while the man of God is trying to preach the word of God. 
while the man of God is trying to preach the word of God. Some have said this, well, if I couldn't preach over a baby screaming, then I wouldn't preach at all. Now, hear me, I can preach over a baby screaming. The problem is this, that baby screaming distracts the mind of a lost man that's headed that's to hell. Right. You know, one of the most, one of the most, and I'm just going to say this in fact, one of the most um, um, serious times of a church service is five minutes before a preacher gets done preaching till he closes the service. That invitation, that is the most serious time that God and the Holy Ghost is dealing in the heart of a lost person over a person out of God's will trying to draw them to an altar. And how many times is that the most distractive times? The most distractive times. Um, and you said, preach what he said. It's the work of Satan. It's the work of Satan. And if he can do that, then he will distract the mind. I, I thought about this. There's a great battle that goes on every time the word of God is being preached. Satan will not do all he can do to keep you uh, out of the word or on your own time uh, at home. He'll do his best to keep you away from that. But it's the truth. The word of God is the truth. And we are to gird ourselves uh, with the truth. And, the, and what is that? It's the word of God tonight. Truth of the word combats the mental attack. It, matter of fact, I thought about this. Uh, let me read you a verse right here in Philippians. He said this, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. He said, Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Now listen to what he says, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein you were also carnal, but ye lacked opportunity, or careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Listen to verse 11 of Philippians 4. Not that I speak in respect of all, for I have learned in whatever state I am in, therewith to be content. Let me tell you the reason Paul sitting in, in, in prison could say, that he had learned in whatever thing and in whatever state he was in to be content. Here's the reason why. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true. And he walks down through there and he said, These are the things that you think on. You know what Paul was saying? It's a mind game. It's a mind game. Um, um, and I'm going to tell you something. The devil is a master at winning mind games. How many times have I said this? The devil will crawl on your shoulder. And have you convinced that I hate your guts and that everybody at the church is against you and that nobody cares about you and that everything that goes on at the church is wrong? And I'm just going to say this, man, 
If, if you cannot see the hand of God at work in our church right now, you're blind and can't see you far off. Right. The things that God is doing at our church, I stand amazed. It blows my mind. You know what that is? It's God putting his approval right. on what's going on. But what would the devil do? He'll get into your mind. That's the reason everyday men, it's so important that we gird ourselves with the truth of the word of God. It all comes back to that. So the truth of the word combats the mental attack. But watch this. The truth of the son combats the moral attack. The truth of the son. Satan attacks morally. He wants to replace your love for the son with a love for sin. He wants to replace your love for the son with a love for the sin. And uh, I, I want to say this to you. Um, a lot of times we want to uh, um, we want to um, categorize sin, but sin is sin, man. Right. That's just all there is to it. Sin is sin. Therefore, to him that knoweth do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. And you know what Satan is after? He's after us morally and to get us to fall in love with sin instead of the son. Um, I thought about this, now that our mind is being attacked mentally, now morally our heart is being attacked. Wrong thinking leads to wrong believing. Wrong thinking leads to wrong believing. And then what you believe affects your behavior. All of it goes back to the truth of the word. We didn't gird up ourselves with the word. Generations of kids, uh, generations of kids have been told they come from animals. And now what do we have? We have a bunch of adults running around acting like animals. How do they stay in love? And I thought about this. How do you stay in love? Here's the, here's the way you stay in love with something. It's time together. It's fellowship. And so Satan will do all that he can to keep you off your knees, to hinder you from praying because time spent with the Son of God is girding yourself with the truth of the Son and it will help you to combat those moral attacks. I, I thought about this. How many times, how many times did years ago, did you hear this statement? What would Jesus do? People wore shirts, WWJD, and they wore bracelets, WWJD, and they wore necklaces, WWJD. What would Jesus, you know what he would probably do us all um, to, to, to get us um, something that whenever the wrong thought comes through our mind would flip down in front of our eyes and say WWJD. What would Jesus do about this? Satan causes us to, to question the word of God. And in doing that, we're questioning the Son of God. But if we gird ourselves with the Son of God that is truth, that will help combat the moral attack that Satan is bringing against us. Uh, man, it's so sad today, the moral attack that's in our world. They took a, a rainbow that God put as, as a promise to us to not destroy the world by water again, and they've taken that and just took it plumb and left field right. and, and, and let it represent a, a, a lifestyle right. that, that God 
uh, denounces that God hates, that God says in an abomination, they took that and allowed that. What's happening? Satan is attacking the truth of the word and he's attacking the truth of the son. And we must gird ourselves with the word and with the son. Now, number three, what is truth? There's the truth of the spirit. The truth of the word will combat the mental attack. The truth of the son combats the moral attack. But the truth of the spirit combats the motivation attack. A motivation attack. Watch this. He wants the mind mentally, the heart morally, and the will, our motives tonight. Why we do what we do. The Bible said this in James chapter number 1, verse number 14 and 15. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Drawn away and enticed means allured. Matter of fact, when you study it out, it is a fishing term is what it is. It's temptation tonight. The fish circles the bait. The fish nibbles on the bait and gets a taste of it and then desires it and explodes on the bait. And before you know it, the fish is hooked and in the boat. Now what happens to Satan? He flips that lure out in front of us and entices us with that. Our morals tonight, he entices us with that. I, I'll never forget Madeline years ago, she, uh, back when I was fishing all the time, she had, I can't even remember what it was she was done, she had done, but she had done something and got in trouble. And um, I, I told her, um, um, just four or five days before that, I was standing on the front deck of my boat getting ready to go fishing, Brother um, uh, Tim, and, and I had a sexy shad out, is what it was called. And, and uh, she said, Dad, what is that? And I said, it's a, it's a lure. And she said, what are you going to do with it? And I said, I'm going to catch a big fish with it is what I'm going to do. And um, she said, well, why did they bite it? And I said, because it looks like the real thing. She said, well, why is that piece on the front of it like that? And I said, that causes it to go back and forth in the water like a wounded fish. And I said, it allures the fish to it. And I said, it'll come to that and see that and then it thinks there's something wrong with it and it can get it and it will attack it. And I said, and then you see them hooks on there. There's six of them. There's two treble hooks on it. I said, when it hits it, there's a tug on my rod and I set the hook and reel it in. And I said, you just remember that's the way Satan is. Right. He'll throw something in front of you and make it look like it's the real thing and before you know it, you will bite at the real thing, and it'll have you hooked. And it was just three or four days went by. I can't remember. It wasn't nothing major she done, but she got in trouble over something. And Brother Brian, I went out there to my box um, uh, in my boat, and, and, and I flipped that front compartment open where I had them out. I pulled out that box, and I had eight or ten in there. If you got a good lure that, Brother Tim, you know this, that you catch fish on, you got more than one in the boat. And uh, I took one out that I'd fished with a little bit, Brother Robert. I took the, the hooks off of it. And uh, I took a piece of uh, fishing line and I tied it on that lure. And then I walked up there in Madeline's bedroom uh, and I tied it on the light in her bedroom and left it hanging in her bedroom for a couple weeks. 
And I said, every time you wake up and every time you walk by that, you think about the devil alluring you and causing you to mess up. That's what he's saying to us. And, and our motivations or our morals tonight, our motives, the reason we do what we do, the devil will allure us away from that. Let me tell you something tonight. The reason that I go to church tonight let me tell you the reason I go to church tonight. Because there was a day God saved me from hell. And after I got saved, God put a desire in my heart to go to the house of God. Let me tell you the reason that I preach tonight. Because it's 18 years old, God put a call on my life to preach. That's the reason I do that. The, the motives, the reason we do what we do, it's for God tonight. We should come to church for God tonight. We should teach Sunday school for God tonight if you teach a class. We should love our wives the right way because that's what God commanded us to do. Amen. That's what he, and, and, and the truth of the Spirit combats the motivation attack, the motives of why we do what we do. The Spirit of truth is the comforter, the Spirit within that still small voice that will remind us of what's right and what's wrong, that will empower us to do the right thing and keep us from doing the wrong thing. So he says this, stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth. What is truth? Truth is the word. What is truth? Truth is the son. What is truth according to the Bible? The truth is the spirit. The word combats the mental mind. Uh, at uh, Friday, Friday morning, we'll be recording podcasts. And one of the things that we're recording on is anxiety today. You've heard me say this before. America is the most anxious nation in the world. There's more people suffering from anxiety in America than any other country tonight. You can study me out. More in America, the most blessed nation. Let me tell you what's happening. They're allowing Satan to get in their mind. Anxiety is this. Worry about the unknown. That's what anxiety is. It's a worrying of the unknown. Is this going to happen? Is that going to, if it does happen, how bad is it going to be? What is it? It's all in the mind tonight. It's all in the mind tonight. And uh, I want to say to you tonight, you need the truth of the word for you mentally. You need the truth of the son for your morals. And you need the truth of the spirit because it's our, it, it is what combats that motive attack. Why we do what we do. The spirit of God keeps us in line. The son of God keeps our morals right. And the word of God keeps our mind right. We knew it. We renew our mind by the Word of God. By the Word of God. I'm going to tell you tonight. You said, Preacher, I'm having problems with my mind. Get in the Word of God. And when you get in the Word of God, believe what the Word of God says. The, Satan, Satan is a mastermind at attacking the Word of God. Well, you didn't really get saved because the Bible don't really mean what the Bible says. And before you know it, you're about to go crazy wondering whether or not you're saved. Are you with what Satan attacked the word of God and you allowed that to affect you. So the spirit of, uh, of the son, the spirit of the word, or the, the truth is the spirit, the truth is the word, and the truth is the son. Next time we'll look at having on the breastplate of righteousness.